Welcome back to Man Kid Movie Night. <laughs> this hey. week, we're going to talk about uh, music. Yeah. Because music. the last time we did a music episode, you guys were super enthused by that. It's music. So, well, we did it, try to do music as a topic. <laughs> music yeah, this is a, topic. a little more guided. <laughs> Hopefully this one is a lot more interesting for you as well, because it, it delves into our personal uh, preferences as far as, you know, what our favorite albums are, as you have read as the name of the um, the episode. However, before we delve into that side of it, I wanted to still tie in movies in some regard. So we're going to play a little game before we get things started. Okay. And this game is called Guess the Movie That That Song Is From. So right. I'm going to play a it. small clip from a uh, movie song. And, and we're just going to yeah. hope and pray that Lucas, the king of technical difficulty cold opens <laughs> nope uh, has figured see, out see we we uh, during we the... test we test ran this before we got it started which so that we, we did could our best make it good yeah okay. i did have a friend during the stranger things episode he was like i get it it's funny the idea but i will skip this like this is not <laughs> this is not doing well, it for me I, you know, I do my absolute best to try and be creative and fun and, you know, bring a new sort of energy every week. But uh, clearly, I think we should just stop making Jared, this. I, Jared, I like that you waited until we were, were recording to bring that up. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm very uh, grateful for should you. Should I, like, should I call him out? Yeah, let's no. do it. Well, you can it's, if you'd like. Shout out to Sam Stewart. <laughs> And Ooh. Megan Baker, <laughs> friends Dang of the it. podcast, Megan, friends on, of every guys. person on Why the podcast. Why gotta do me like that? That's rough. <laughs> oh. It's okay. They, lo- they like love movies. you though. They love you. I know. I love them too. Let's play this <laughs> yeah. game. Okay, we're gonna play this game. Hopefully, it goes well. And if it doesn't, then Sam and Megan, I don't care, frankly. So just get over it. Skip okay, are we, are we doing one okay. at a time? Well, uh, we'll we'll do. Uh, Buzzing. Whoever can call it out first. I think that's yeah. more fun Ugh. in this scenario. Okay. So I'm going to do a real easy one first. So like I said, you don't have to know the name of the song, just the movie that it's from. Star Wars. And <laughs> you have to know person, the name of the track. <laughs> you have to know the name of the track. Uh, main, main title. Main title theme. Uh, <laughs> main Forrest theme. Gump. Uh. Main theme. <laughs> okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, that was Jared. Phantom Menace. <laughs> yes. Okay, you did get Phantom Menace. Oh, but, sure. I could have said Duel of the but, Fates, but, yeah, but come on. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I didn't I know how much. Jared uh, I didn't know how much. Jared I guess Jared no, wins. No, no, no. Phantom Menace is the name of the movie. Give no, that point denial. No, Yeah, but Jared, you were first, which you is the whole first. point You were first. You would have, you, okay, you knew right. that it was Phantom Menace. <laughs> okay, here goes the next one, which is harder. Whiplash. Whiplash. Oh, that was like an exact tie. And the track is Caravan. Nope, the track is Whiplash. Oh. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Caravan is... Caravan is the double-time swing. Yeah, the double-time, yep. Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. All right, so it's a tie, so you both have one. In my headphones, I was way before Jared. Yeah, well, same in mine. Well, it's for me... I'm the one who's judging it. So. Yeah, that's okay. true. That's true. And we'll be synced, I'm gonna, I'm gonna we'll be synced to Lucas's audio, yeah, too. Yeah, we're synced to I'm, your I'm class, the objective. So. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Okay, all right. All right, so here's the next one. The Godfather. 
Yep. Yes, nice. dude. Yeah. Nice. I just I just watched this this week. I finally watched it. Yeah. Good job. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real yeah. good. Especially that song. Yeah. Okay. So Jared is now at three and Niles at one. Come on. Here's some would okay. say unfairly. <laughs> Oh. Wait, I've I know this one. You both seen Amazing Spider-Man. Nope. I'm gonna say the Intimidation game. Nope. I swear I just watched. Oh, I did. I said the Intimidation game. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) Oh man. Ah. It feels like that that kind of movie. That chord change is. The same chord change as the third change in the Amazing Spider-Man theme. That's why I keep hearing it, and now I can't think of anything else. It is a superhero movie, I'll tell you that. And it is the it's same. A superhero movie. It is the same composer as Imitation Game. Captain America: The oh, First Avenger. What? The Im- the in- the Imitation Game was uh. Wait. Spider-Man. No, X Men First Class. Yep, you got oh! it. That's it. Okay, it's a different composer. That's Henry okay. Jackman, I believe. Yeah, and Henry the, Jackman is uh, the Imitation Game was the uh, the guy who does like uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, Alexander. Oh, Dumont. Alexander Desplat. Or yeah, Desplat. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, Dumont, Dumont is, is like <laughs> freaking. Uh, I thought I thought the Imitation Game was Henry Jackman. Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm all over the place, but I'm still winning. <laughs> He's, yeah, you're you are. Destroying yeah. me. Let's go. You're just taking right. the machine gun effect. You're getting a lot of wrong answers, but right answers in the hey, process. Guess, <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Times. This was, this was the first time I did that. Yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. But isn't it so satisfying when you Plus, realize what it Lucas is that you gave me? Realize? Lucas gave me a wrong hint. And that's I still true. got it right. That's yeah, that's true. true. That's true. That was my bad. I thought it was the same guy. But I also... Uh, I, that's a great movie. Dude. I recently listened really to the is. score. That's what dude. it was. Dude, it's such a good score. For, I was looking for D&D music. Nice. <laughs> Actually. Nice. Dude, that's a really good one. Anyway. Um, and I you know the fun part about scores. this game, too, is that maybe the listeners have beaten you two so far. Probably. It's unlikely, except for this one song. Surely. Hey. Surely. You know, listeners can Don't participate, call me Shirley. Okay. Um, it's a movie podcast. We gotta... Yeah, movie. Come on. That's great. <laughs> movie. Good. Okay. Here's this one. Oh, Grand Budapest Hotel? Yep. Yes. Jeez, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, I am on fire, dude. <laughs> Jared is doing very, very well. Uh, well, let's speak of freaking Alexander Alexander Desplat. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Alexander mm-hmm. Dumas. Okay, there's a little Count of Monte Cristo in there. <laughs> I'm curious if you guys will get this, but we'll still play it. This is the X Men 90s video game that you showed us on the video game episode. <laughs> no, up. however, that game is so a fire soundtrack. Tron Legacy. Nope. I was Tron. also going to guess Tron. No. <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. It came out last year. Last year? No, sorry, two years ago. 2020. I don't, I don't remember any movies that came out in 2020. Black Widow. Ghost in the Shell 2. <laughs> Niall likes this movie, and Jared and I do not. Oh, Tenet. Yep. Oh. <laughs> that <Nice>. was it. <laughs> so I now it's it. a two to four. With fun fact, Ludwig uh, Gorenson sure, did that like one that. because... Dude, um, I was going to guess Black Panther, because it sounded no, like we, him. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Ludwig Göransson did that one because what's his face, other guy Hans Zimmer was doing Dune. Hans. Yep, that is oh. true. And Ludwig Göransson is doing uh, Oppenheimer because Hans Zimmer is doing Dune too. Yeah. So, Fair enough, Dune dude. Honestly, Ludwig. keep him around. He he yeah. rocks. No, seriously. All right, let's do like one or two more because I don't think that Niall is going to be able to recover. Well, maybe, I think he could. I think he could. I think, yeah, I think it's possible. Depending, we'll do, if we did three more, then it's possible if Jared does not get this one. All right, let's see. Just do ones I've recently listened to. Wait. Black Panther. Nope. No, no, I know this. No, what is this? You're not allowed to answer, Jared. Just give me okay. a second. <laughs> I'm not answering. Oh, what is this, dude? This is going to drive me crazy because I know that I know this. Dude, this is jazzy as hell. I know, it's very good. <laughs> is this The Incredibles? Nope. Um, it sounds oh, so familiar. Oh, what is it? We've West both Side seen this Story. Movie. Do you want me to tell you? Dude, I cannot figure it out. I know I can't for place a fact it. that I, can't I know place it. it. It is Catch Me If You Can. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course it is. Dumb. Yep. Is that John that Williams? Me off it is so John, Williams. John Williams. Yeah. Yep. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Of course it sounds like a yep. hundred movies. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the jazziness is pretty unique for this one, though, versus that's, other John Williams That's stuff, true. That's time. true. If you would have right, played let's... Home Alone, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, here is another one. Black Panther. Nope. Oh, this is Nanny McPhee. <laughs> yeah. The return of Nanny McPhee. <laughs> the return of <laughs> Dang it. I hope our audience can hear this as well. Yeah, I hear it's it. Turned it up very slightly. Loud. I hear little clicks. That's got to be part of it. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. No. <laughs> I, oh. I promise you I will not play a song from that. Even Itsy Bitsy Spider old, played by Electro. Old by M. Night Shyamalan. It's very, very quiet. It I is recognize quiet. it. It's getting louder now. There's like a kind of clock to it. This isn't Inception, is it? Oh, yeah. Interstellar? Interstellar. Yeah. Oh. I hate this. <laughs> yes. I thought for sure you yes. wouldn't do two Christopher Nolans. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking as well. I thought for sure you wouldn't like, do me that dirty. <laughs> well, I was thinking Dunkirk, but I was like, this is not done. Like, there's that kind of yeah. clock to it. It had similar the, it had rhythm. The same composer, but. Oh, man. Yeah. All so right. I guess How freaking, many more of these do you so guys want to do? Sorry, I, gla- I guessed uh, the other one that has to do with, like, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yep. <laughs> All right, one more, Lucas. One more one to more, t- bring right. us home. The winner takes one. all. This game sucks. Sure, yeah. Not having any fun. <laughs> I can say the winner takes all because I already know I've clutched this dub. Schindler's List. The Imitation yep, Game. Yep, <laughs> you got it, Niall. <laughs> <laughs> Niall is notorious uh. for having claimed he's watched Schindler's List, even though he hasn't. <laughs> 
Well, very good, Niall. That was Schindler's List? That was. That was it didn't Schindler's even List. get to the theme. Because I can recognize that theme from a mile away, like that violin part. Beautiful. Yeah. Well done. Very good. Wow. All right. Well, cool. That was fun, right? Hopefully that uh, turns out good in the recording. But yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a thing. It was very thing. fun for me and Niall. I yeah, think. I had a great time. Yeah, I, I love playing that game just in general. Uh, I think it's yeah. just a lot of fun it's to do. It's a good game. It's a GG. It's a GG. All right. Let's do an episode. Can you guess this song? Welcome back. <laughs> I was literally dancing like Chris Great. Farley. <laughs> that was a real visual bit that just happened. Too bad uh, no one can see you except for us two, and we're not recording, so. Welcome mm. back. There's this week we're talking about... Uh, Lucas's frame. What it's about human, my... Human feet. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we're not recording. Okay, start, start your intro again, I'm sorry. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> we love doing this together. We love <laughs> speaking and... Doing a podcast and this having the, fun. This is the worst program that has ever been put Dude, out to the world. They're staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. For right. those listening, Lucas has a virtual background, and the only thing other than him popping through <laughs> is someone else's feet in the frame. In the very bottom corner. But they're gone now. And they're I don't even now. know whose they were. Yeah, right. Well, that's that's I have no idea why they just appeared. <laughs> you got a kinky oh, ghost. My chest hurts. <laughs> anyway, this week we're going to talk about music. We've already talked for 15 minutes about movie music. But uh, now we're going to talk about music that is typically Good not music. in movies, but could be in music. <laughs> could Good be music. in movies, I mean. Um, and that is some of our favorite albums. Um, this mm. was a lot harder than I expected it to be for me, because I don't really listen to that many. I don't have that diverse of a portfolio or taste in music. No. But uh, it was still hard uh, chopping it all down to 10 albums. I like started making a list in my head, and then I, when I started writing it down, I was like, oh, this is like 25 things. This is not 10. Yeah. Mm. So... So I got your, it down to 10. Your, your issue was you had too many? That's exactly what my issue was. Okay. Too many, and so then getting it back to 10 was See, was hard, gotcha. but then I uh, made it work, and so yeah, I've got my 10. For me, having a pretty diverse, um, you know, range that I, that I listened to, actually I think made it a lot easier for me, because I was able to see, like, okay, these are all albums that I really like a lot, but what are the albums that I always am going back to? Yeah, yeah. And that ended up only coming out to like 15 albums. And then I just had to basically shave five off of there. Shave a few. So yeah. And that felt bad. It was, I, it was rough. I had There's some, some stuff that I mentions. shaved off that I feel yeah. bad yeah. is not on this list. But hey. But that's the way it goes. We made 10. these rules for ourselves and we have to follow them. That's so true. I guess a couple. The only rule really. I mean, we have you have to choose 10. 10, yeah. uh, I don't know, did you guys rank them from 10 to 1? I rank them alphabetically, alphabetically. So that it's as objective as possible within the ranking I, system. Because I don't, I it's, the, hard to, it's hard for me to rank them. Yeah. 
I, I, I did there's rank no them. order. But you can. I was going to say, you can do like, hey, this is my number one favorite. This is now, my tenth favorite. Of course not. Of course, this is subject to change, as per all of our ranking things. If we yeah, went back to our favorite movies, there's a good chance it's changed by now. It has. Yeah, mine you definitely know? has. But, we should um, do, like, a yearly movies. Yeah. I mean, we could even do, like, uh, our favorite movies of 2022 or that kind of stuff. Yeah, true. Uh, like, be in our best fun. and worst episode, we kind of did that. Yeah, best and our worst. Um, but, yeah, we could update those every once in a while. Um, the other rule is that we can only have one album from a specific artist, right? Yep. For example, if we chose uh, Led Zeppelin, we could only choose like Led Zeppelin 4, right? Or we had mm-hmm. to choose one of their albums to, you know, I, I, I imagine none of us chose Led Zeppelin's. Yeah. No, I didn't. Led know. Zeppelin, but um, that I is. I like Led so, Zeppelin. I do too. And <laughs> Led Zeppelin 4 is the best album, I think, of theirs. Yeah. Um, that has Stairway on it. So, wow. anyway. What, what song? Know. And, song? Uh, and what was that? Stair- what? Which song is that? Stairway, uh, you said? No, uh, sorry. Stairway uh, to Heaven, explicitly. Or specifically. Oh. It, um, it's explicit? It's ex- it, it might it's be explicit, explicit to those who it's are... It says swears in it? Agnostic. Well, it's more just like it's explicitly amazing music. None, none of my albums have swears in them. I think some of mine might. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I'm sure some of mine do. Oh, Just mine, kidding. All I of mine one do. Of them, one of them has. One of hey. mine has the name of it is a swear. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, I guess we'll get into that. Before we do, I know I'm not leading this discussion, but I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah, let's hear it. What kind of constitutes a good album to you? What is an album kind of in, in your mind when you think of what should an album be? You know, what comes to mind? Yeah. I know a lot of people nowadays don't listen to albums. They listen right. to playlists. They listen to, they kind of curate their own, kind of find songs they like or popular songs and create a playlist that go along with a vibe or go along with a theme. But, I mean, they're releasing albums for a reason, you'd want to think. So I'm, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts on that. What makes They're releasing a, albums album? as a playlist more than an <laughs> actual album. <laughs> right. I think that <coughs> for me, excuse me, Um, it would be just kind of having a theme, if that makes sense. Whether, um, I think a lot of the time that means that an album will, for, for a lot of the albums on my list, um, they're designed for the songs to flow into each other so that it all feels like one cohesive piece of art rather than just kind of like a collection of songs that they wrote over a period of time. And then we're like, yeah, let's make these. But, like, there are some albums that are... Oh, you know what? I know what your album is where the the name of it's a swear because I was just thinking about it and how the lyrics of that album are very, very thematic and very much like this is about this person and the life that they've had and their relationships and their family and things like that. It's and Damn, so, in case you're wondering. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Kendrick, By Kendrick um, Lamar. I didn't but, know how uh, much of a Kendrick fan you were, but I, that's yeah. the only... That's the swear album I could think yeah. of. You know? But that's... Uh, I think that's a great example of an album that has identified the theme and then every song contributes to the theme in one way or another. And yep. I think that that's, for me, the big thing that makes an album great. Yeah, I like a lot of cohesion in an album, like similarly to what Nyle and Jerry were talking about, just like uh, overarching, like almost story 
not necessarily, but if nothing else, like a style, like all the songs are in a similar vein. It's not like crazy absurd to go from one to the next and they kind of will bleed into each other. Um, not all my albums are like that, but I do enjoy an album that does that just because yeah. it's, it's, it's fun to be able to just listen to an album from start to finish without shuffling or anything and like feeling like you're better for it than, yeah. than having just listened to a couple random songs from it. Yeah. Yeah, Feeling I think like you started somewhere and ended somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The shuffle button is what killed albums, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. Even just like even just streaming music in general. Streaming. I think yeah. Streaming has Playlists. killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you can just put whatever. So I, I, obviously, my thoughts align with yours. Um, the big thing is, think of each artist like an author, right? They're telling a story. They've decided this is the idea for the album. And then they write a book where each song is a chapter in that book, right? Mm. You have some authors who write a very like fluid story from one one end to the next, like to the last. And so you have very um, concept heavy albums that the songs literally bleed into the next, and you can't yeah. quite tell where the song ends. But then you also have some albums that are like short stories, right, about a similar topic. And each one gives a different aspect to that. Um, and so I think, at least for me, and probably for you guys, a lot of my favorite albums do that really, really well. Um, and so I recommend to any of our listeners who haven't really given uh, the album listening to experience a shot. Mm-hmm. If there's an album that we recommend or that we say is one of our favorites that is in a genre you like or by an artist you like please check it out listen to it all the way through kind of like just set some time aside to really listen to it maybe go on a walk or you know even play a video game like minecraft or something where yeah. you can just throw an album on and listen to yeah. it and and our uh, instagram best music listening video game it, it really is absolutely oh, yeah. hands down it, it, oh, man dude just throwing on some <laughs> tunes and playing minecraft is just awesome yeah. It enhances um, <laughs> both the game and the album, That's whatever true. the album mm-hmm. is. It's just such a vibe playing Minecraft and doing anything. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I we'll we'll post on Instagram. That's something we don't frequently do anymore. But we'll post our top ten um, because Instagram lets you do ten, so we can do three separate posts, and uh, then you can take <laughs> vote your time. now on your phones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> vote now. No, you don't get to vote. No, here's the thing. Because they're uh, all subjective. We have done voting before, and I have lost before, and it made yeah, me. I oh, just a we should do that. Supported, <laughs> we should do that again as far as like who has the best top ten. I yeah. feel like Niall's mom probably... ripped into me for putting twenty. 20- one and 22 jump street on my top 10 movie list. Yeah. <laughs> no, shout out I, to Kel. Well, she was a little <laughs> upset about that, but I think she was mainly upset about crazy, stupid love, which is a movie that she doesn't like at all. Oh anyway. man. Come on. Yeah. That was supposed to be my, my like wrong. That was your name. common was man. Your, yeah. yeah. Uh, outstretched arm to the moms. <laughs> That's and a... she slapped it. Yeah. She slapped it away. It's like I was trying to reach for a cookie before I finished my meal. Ah, yep, true. Mothers, am I right? <laughs> mothers, Moms, oh parents my God. just don't understand. Parents just don't understand. Which leads me to my first, al- first album, Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> and no. DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> the Fresh Prince. Anyway. I'm uh, I'm excited to hear you guys' top tens as well, because this was a lot of fun for me making this. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I'm certain there will be albums of yours that I have not listened to. Um, so I'm excited to throw them on as well and just yeah. broaden my horizons. 
musically. Well, Niall and I also had had chatted before this, just vaguely, because it was very fun to put these mm. together. And we we predicted there might be three of our albums that overlap. Now mm. we haven't talked about what albums we put on, and so we'll see if we actually do overlap. Interesting. Like all three uh, of us will have the same one album, or there will be three that Jared. two of us have specifically. Or... Oh, Niall between and you I. two. Okay, okay. Because there I was are like, bands... there's no way any of my albums you guys. However, have. I think I yeah. could predict about five out of your ten albums, Lucas. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Mm, maybe artists. I don't know about albums. Right. Fair. Fair. Although okay. you could certainly try. I should could, we? Should we play rock, paper, scissors to see who starts? Yeah. We hey, should. With this delay, this will be a nightmare. I want, I want Niall to not go first so that he can write down his guesses so that he can... I, I, just I don't see. know if I actually want to put Okay, whatever. Effort. If you don't want oh, to, I'm just... Got to go I'm, I'm I'm just uh, okay, whatever. Fine. Yeah, let's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> okay, so we're going on like the scissors one, right? We're not shooting? Rock, paper, scissors, yeah. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. <gasps> rock, rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Oh god! Oh no! We so, got a three-way tie. We got all three. So okay, I guess let's we try just all read our top okay. tens at the same time. Oh yeah, number one. <laughs> okay, okay, ready? And rock, rock paper, scissors. scissors. Okay, all rocks. <laughs> we all got rocks. Great rock. podcast. <laughs> we all one rock. Tar- one more well, last try. Time, last we'll try. Last try. Last try. Rock paper scissors. scissors. Hey! hey Jared, Jared, Jared okay, did so do paper. you want to go first or do you want to go last? Do you choose? Um, I'll go first because right the audience is still engaged, hopefully, at this point. And then when they <laughs> don't care as much, then we'll oh, go to your guests. That's, that's a good true. point. That's very okay. sneaky. But also, so, uh, if I've ever skipped any part of a podcast, it's been the whole middle section. <laughs> <laughs> sure, well, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. That's just yeah, they're going to just be like... Podcast. Uh, they're playing rock, paper, scissors. I'm just going to skip yeah, like skip 20 it. minutes in. <laughs> oh, Lucas is going. <laughs> oh, finally. I can skip more. <laughs> okay. Uh, I actually did try to order these from 10 to 1. Um, oh, nice. Obviously, these sub- are subject to change, but it was very fun to try to figure out where these lined up. Um, I'm going to go through them. I'm going to tell you the album, and I'm going to give you a brief explanation as to why they're, it's my favorite album or it belongs on this top 10 um the first one is where the mind wants to go forward slash where you let it go by i the mighty now this is an album i don't expect many people to know i the mighty is a pretty like kind of punk rock angsty band in a lot of their stuff and i do not vibe with the punk scene at all (laughs) however this one album bridges that rock and punk it meets in the middle and it's it's truly amazing, right? It has nice. two songs within it. One, Where the Mind Wants to Go, and that's where it gets a little screamy. And then the last song is Where You Let It Go. And it, it's it's a beautiful resolution to the album. Cool. Um, and so if you're interested in that kind of music, please check it out. I There's one song called Sleepwalker that I posted. It was like one of, it, I think it was my first Tune Tuesday that I did oh, on nice. Instagram. Nice. Uh, really, really great album. It's and I also to one I got. <laughs> You've listened to 10 seconds. Uh, Niall and I went to a record store in LA. I think it's Amoeba. Yeah, right? Amoeba Music, Amoeba Records. Yeah, and that's the only thing I got is that CD. So nice. I do love it. The second one, and this is, I think, one of the ones that could line up with Niall. This is Steely Dan's Can't Buy a Thrill. Yep. 
Okay. <laughs> Here, I won't confirm the other yeah, ones. Yeah, don't, but don't that confirm is, them. That is certainly one of the ones that was that I was predicting would align. Amazing. Um, I had to na- uh, narrow it down. Steely Dan has been one of my like favorite study music out, like bands in college, um, mostly because it's very relaxing, first of all, in like mm-hmm. this complicated way. Um, this is one of those 70s bands that is just the most progressive 70s bands you'll ever find. Um, very intricate in, in their uh, kind of style and very meticulous in how they make their music. Um, Reelin' in the Years is probably the most popular song from this album that many people have heard. But overall, amazing song with, yeah, or amazing album with a lot of kind of po- subtle political, well, not even subtle, like yeah. just political messages. Kings is pretty on the nose. <laughs> Kings is pretty on the nose, but very fun. For um, the time, you know, 1972. Yeah, I guess now it's pretty subtle because we don't, we're not living then. Talking about, yeah. yeah, we don't know anything about it. Uh, number eight, an album I came across within the last couple of years, but it has truly been one of the most listen to albums i've ever listened to that's fuzzy brain by day glow guys i had to choose a day glow song to get on this list although it's only at number eight i don't (laughs) want that to seem like i don't like this um this album this is his debut like wasn't he your most listened to artist last year on spotify most listened to artists on spotify um and and apple music because i had both of them oh nice i listened to him on both uh, I love Dayglow. He has such a good. He's a bedroom like pop artist, basically. Nice. And he he makes really good music. And the even better thing is, you can go on YouTube, and he's made a video for every single song he's made about how he made it, like oh, the that's process, cool. and shows you like, oh yeah, he'll pick up his guitar and say like, oh yeah, these are the chords I played on this part, you know. And so really influential and very inspiring to me to start making my own music so one um, thing i was going to say with these albums as well to recommend another podcast based or another couple if there are any of these albums that you listen to or have listened to it's like oh yeah i really like that album too Uh, if you listen to the dissect podcast he basically goes through albums or individual songs and goes through the entire artist's process of it and even like doing research that they haven't necessarily like said or is like, yeah, this guy was at this point in his life. And so that's probably what he was referencing in this. And it's really awesome, super engaging and um, like informative. But he says it in a way that's just like he's just super deadpan about everything. Right. So, for example, <laughs> oh, when he's talking about super explicit like stuff. He's yeah. like, he just explains like, this is what he meant by, and then says some super explicit lines. Like and it's just, it's the exact same, <laughs> it's horribly vulgar, exactly. And he just says it in the exact same tone, and it's so funny. That's but awesome. it's genuinely yeah, interesting. I, I mean, you don't want to give too much emphasis to Yeah, you don't want to be like, <laughs> you know, like, here's my interpretation here's of my how interpret- I would say this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can get dicey, but it's just very, very entertaining. Yeah, that's, okay. I, I think I've listened to that, and I think a couple of my albums actually are on that. Yeah, he does um, a lot of stuff. So, the next one, seven, gotta throw a Beatles album in there, and the best one to put is Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Nice. Mm. This is people. Uh, this is have the number one album debated. on Rolling Stones. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also people. Well, it was. It has whether or not this is the first true concept album, right? Yeah. That kind of idea of this album is meant to tell a story. Yeah. Um, what that story is, 
dude, I have no clue. <laughs> All I know it's is about this Sergeant is... Pepper's Lonely Heart Club band. <laughs> Billy Shears. Shows okay. Up. All right. All right. <laughs> Make me feel dumb. Now do you understand <laughs> why? He has friends, and then Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and then there's other songs on the album. And then they have to fix also. a hole, and she's leaving home, and for the benefit. Well, actually, I don't think for the benefit of Mr. Guy's on there. Yeah, Anywho, who's to, say? who's to say? You're to say. Go listen to it and let us know. Um, nice. This one's very good all the way through. Uh, it ends with A Day in the Life, and that's the best album closer that's ever been made. And you can quote me on that. I the will. next one, number six, Plastic Beach by Gorillaz. Ooh, nice. nice. This is the, I think, probably the only album on this list I've listened to three times in a row. Like, nice. I've listened mm. to it, started over, listened to it, started it over, listened to it. And nice. even by the third time, it wasn't old yet. Mm-hmm. Truly love this album. Um, if you're a Gorillaz fan, at least <laughs> if you've heard the song uh, Feel Good Inc., yeah. uh, <laughs> try to expand your horizons and listen yeah. to Plastic Beach. <laughs> it's really, really good. It really is. <laughs> I'm uh, seeing then... Gorillaz in a couple weeks. Dude, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, they're coming I'm to I'm seeing Gorillaz right now. You're seeing them? Yeah. You're seeing gorillas, the animal, or the Just artist? The animal. <laughs> Niall, Niall uh, of course, as usual, is recording at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Set up the He's still zoo. trying to get his campaign going for Zoo is Bad. This week, zoo, I, decided, this week I decided to set up outside of the gorillas just to see what was going on with them. So. Just in case one of us talked about gorillas as well. <laughs> yeah, but keep, yeah. continue with your list, though. Yeah, of course. We're going into the top five. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Number five. Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Great uh, pick. This Great is pick. my my best memory of this is I actually one of the first conversations I had with Niall was me going up to him and I was like I know he's in the music I got to connect with this guy somehow <laughs> I'm trying to break the ice I was like yeah. hey man you don't know what my favorite album is uh, it's Rumors by Fleetwood Mac and he's like oh nice <laughs> and then that was basically the whole I don't remember that at all <laughs> yeah I feel like we weren't really friends like proper by then but I you know I was like that was me trying was this junior high or high school this is high school well yeah. knowing that that probably really did make an effect on me and then yes. I was more open to talking to you in the future because instead of being great album aggressively oh, yeah. anti that person rumors yeah. if you don't know obviously a lot of the songs are very popular now because of things like guardians of the galaxy 2 with the True. chain or yep. TikTok with dreams Cran- cranberry boy um but the yeah this album is the i think sophomore album for fleetwood mac yeah. and it's all about the infighting and the kind of backstabbing and the horrible tension between the band and so they called it rumors because of how many obviously like rumors were growing between you know the lead (laughs) (laughs) sorry listeners i'm so sorry because this doesn't make any sense to you but the feet showed back up in Lucas's in Lucas's frame, okay. and, and he did, he did, he did he his absolute his best. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to blur it, but they were still popping it through. Made it so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, rumors is very good, and it's very emotional, but it's real real emotion. So go check it out. You'll surely recognize songs on there, but it's another '70s <laughs> album. 
if you were to ask me what the best decade was for music, I would say the 70s. I don't think we've beat it yet. And yeah, you'd be wrong. <laughs> you'd say the 70s, yeah. but you'd be That's wrong. That's true. Nicki Minaj was not around in the 70s. <laughs> she was not even a concept yet. I'd like so, to hear a concept album about the conception of Nicki Minaj, and then I'll be impressed by the 70s. Okay, there you go. Uh, number four, this is a country artist. Uh, mm. This is Casey Musgraves. Mm. Or Musgraves. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Golden Hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is one of the most relaxing albums you'll ever listen to. If you're yeah. just kind of like vibing, like uh, we just had a little party. Uh, my my roommate proposed to his now fiance today. Ooh, congratulations. And so, well, shout out to Johnny. Shout out to and, Johnny. And yeah, Carlin. Johnny. And Carlin, Carlin. Who I'm certain. Carlin, listens. comma, George. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they'll appreciate that um we played golden hour at least i did during the background of that whole party and everyone nice. was just content nobody said hey turn this crap off Say, this bleh. doesn't this doesn't fit the atmosphere it made the atmosphere nice. anyway check that one out it's very good and it's not that country so that's nice. what we like yeah, I hate yeah. country. We like it's it. Like when country of all the like albums country. that you've mentioned that I have not listened to, I will listen to all of them except for that one because I just am. No, not this one fundamentally this one, should. Casey Musgraves is awesome. It really is like you listen to it. I'm not convinced she's a full country artist. I think I feel not. about country the artist. same way I feel about anime, which is that which is wrong. Perhaps I might. <laughs> Perhaps I might like some of it, but I'm so stubborn to listen or consume it that I just will never know. Yeah. Well, there's there's some really good stuff. Recently, I've been opened up more to it. Yeah. Anyway, finish your list. Listen to Butterflies or listen to High yeah. Horse. By yeah, those Casey. anime or country music. <laughs> those are songs those are from that anime album. Anime intros by Casey Musgraves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she nailed the Boruto intro. <laughs> All right, top three. <laughs> Number three is Disappear Here by Bad Sons. Mm. Guys, this album is so, so good. It's so energetic. It's so just perfect. Every song is is great. There's It's a no-skip album, which most of these are. You know, like, obviously, if I'm saying they're my favorite albums, don't skip any songs <laughs> on them. Yeah. But this one truly, like, I could put this CD in my car, and I have, like multiple times and just left it in for a month or two and just listened to it on repeat it is it's truly so good so fun and puts you in a great mood i've seen bad sons in concert three times now whoa they don't nice. disappoint and this album is always the the ones i wait for songs from right yeah i love all their music but disappear here number two these last two are the ones that niall and i might Certainly. I already know what both of them are. <laughs> I know one of them is. Well, that's why, I w- that's why I won uh, Rock, Favor, Scissors. Yeah. Number two is A Black Mile to the Surface by Manchester oh, Orchestra. never mind. <laughs> oh, curveball, nice. Nile. Good answer, though. A Black Mile I to the Surface. I very much considered putting that on my list. Yes. Um, this one is one, <laughs> unlike these other ones, or unlike the Bad Sense ones, will truly make me almost cry every time I listen to it. It is so sad, but in a way that is cathartic and just very meaningful. Um, it always puts me in a very grounded mood, and, I, and I'm and i very grateful for that. Niall showed me the song before, uh, one of the songs before he left on his two-year absconsion to Peru. 
<laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, uh, and and yeah, That's it was great. kind of like he he showed it to me. I fell in love with the song. Then I fell in love with the album. And then, and then, and then tears your heart out. Tears tears your heart out. Uh, a black uh, the million masks of God were was another album by then that I really highly can considered for that same spot. But yeah, go check it out. And number one is The Mountain by Haken. Yep, I knew that. Rock on. Guys, this album is the best album I've ever listened to. Every time, it, it just absolutely blows me away. Another one that gives you the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And it's a concept album uh, in like the truest form, right? Yeah. So every, al- every song just fits so perfectly between the two al- songs it's next to, and it mm-hmm. takes you on a wonderful journey. That feels like you're going up a mountain, up and kind of down and scaling yeah. the summit until you kind of reach the end, and you're just you're sitting there shocked by what yeah. you just experienced. Uh, this one is progressive metal, um, but it is such an accessible metal that I would recommend it to anybody who's yeah. interested in just an absolute banger album. There's no screaming. And they and touch. They touch all kinds of genres in this album from you know metal to jazz to almost kind of like world like middle eastern type tones in pareidolia um it's they they go all over the place and it's never a wrong step it's breathtaking um but yeah thanks for sticking around i'm sorry i think i went longer than i expected i would go it's okay it's okay my top that's my top 10 yeah, these are these are our favorite of a thing that we do a lot of. So you gotta you gotta share it's okay your to inner take soul. Some time. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've I've been told um, talking about what you're passionate about is very attractive. So oh, <laughs> listeners, nice. you're you attracted know, to Jared. Down. Down. If you want to listen to us talk about what we're passionate about for seventy five episodes, then maybe I'll have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> okay. Um, is it? I think then? I should go next. Okay. Because mine will be different. Mine. I don't think I will have any overlap <laughs> with your Nile. Okay. But yeah, I probably think you not. Two I thought the only one, one so. was that was possible was like the gorillas. Yeah. yeah uh, plastic pick. Beach, which but um, I uh, did consider, but uh, it is not. Well, let's see yours then. I'm excited. Okay. So mine are not in. Um, order of favorite to least favorite um that was difficult for me and i uh Gave yeah up. <laughs> I, I well i didn't even try because i just i don't know so i'm doing them in alphabetical order so uh here we go first alphabetically would be <laughs> because the internet by childish gambino great um, love you will album. notice a lot of these are from multi-hyphenates meaning someone who does something other than just music um, because a lot of times the way that I will listen, well, I'll, I'll discover someone one way and then be like, oh, they also do this. So Childish Gambino, also known as Donald Glover, is an actor, writer, producer. You know, he does it all, basically. Um, but I think that his music is awesome, <clears throat> um, especially this album. I like uh, kind of the way this one is definitely a concept album in that it has a very, um, like, definitive Consistent theme message. in it. Yeah. Yeah, consistent message, exactly. And I did listen to the Dissect um, podcast of this album, and it is very interesting because um, Ludwig Gorenson is a good friend of Donald Glover, and they mm-hmm. frequently collaborate. He plays uh, guitar or bass on a lot of his um, a lot of his albums, 
and he co-produced this album. I think he co-produced like all of his albums. Yeah, um, a lot of them. Which is cool. I didn't realize that um, because I love Ludwig Göransson's um, like scores and stuff. And so yeah, this album I've just always loved. It's very entertaining and uh, good good time. Ludwig Göransson the... did uh, like Black Panther yep. and um, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian the... Yeah, but he also did Community, which Donald Glover also starred in, as well mm -hmm. as New Girl. So whoa, yeah, yeah isn't that <laughs> I a? Did not know yeah, that. I when I started watching New Girl, <laughs> like in the credits at the end, it's guy. like, what the heck, Ludwig Göransson? <laughs> so he did that. <gasps> hey, community. girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, next on the list would be Damn by Kendrick Lamar. Nice. Um, as we discussed earlier, this one is just. Awesome. If you have not listened to it, I would highly recommend it. Um, even if you're not into rap, this one is just very much as a as an album and as music in general is very engaging and entertaining. Similarly, um, I did have the opportunity to see Kendrick Lamar this week on Wednesday, which nice, was nice, nice, nice. it was so cool. Like honestly, I think it was the best concert I've ever been to. It was so entertaining. He did some of his new stuff. He did all of his hits. It was just like everything you wanted it to be. They were super choreographed. There was like a lot of lighting and stage and all sorts of backup dancers. And it was so awesome. It was super, super well done. And yeah. it was, I'd, I'd never been to a concert in Vivint before, which is like a huge arena. And it was cool being there with so many people. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a lot of fun. I, That's what awesome. I did that for sweet. that as well, just a fun little, uh, if you're interested in getting into concerts in the future of Vivint, if they're sold out or you don't want to pay the full price, what I did with a couple friends of mine was you just show up when gates open and if you're fine missing the opener and you're fine just hanging out in Salt Lake for a few hours, then just wait around because scalpers will get desperate because at the end of the day, when that concert ends, those tickets are worthless. So I got in for $40 and uh, the Whoa. cheapest tickets were $80 typically. So That's pretty good. And then after that, what you do is this show is far enough in that everyone who's there is going to be there. So you just find the best possible seats you can that are open. So we went down to the lower bowl and we were looking around and we just found some good seats and just stood there and then that was that. So paid 40 bucks <laughs> and got probably $250 worth of ticket. That's pretty sweet. Um, That's really yeah, cool, man. It's fun. So I would recommend if you're not wanting to spend money and you're willing to wait around, just, I mean, it's harder. The more people you try and get, the harder it is. Even if it's just you and one person, totally pretty reasonable. Um, but yeah, that's what we did. My we secret for getting into concerts for cheap is you show up with a ski mask on. and <laughs> you Well, first of all, you open up to your closet and you just grab a bunch of stuff and then tape it to your chest and then put a shirt <laughs> on over it. <laughs> all right, we're going to cut you off there. Yeah, and then next, next, uh, next album is... Mine is to... My cheap option is to be kendrick lamar <laughs> that's that's you can get into that any show option. of yours for free <laughs> yeah that's true another fun hack would be i was actually thinking about this if you were a security guard at vivant you would get every show for free and you would get paid yeah. to be there even whoa so but then know. some of the shows would be like <laughs> awful like, <laughs> yeah, the, chain, like the chain smokers or imagine dragons through, yeah chain yeah. smokers you have to sit through a lizzo concert <laughs> And beat up like high women at the Lizzo concert. <laughs> that would be that would be fun though. It'd be a night to remember. That's for sure. Sure. It, not if it's your job though. You know. Hmm. Like I want to go to the Lizzo concert and beat up high 
people. <laughs> and not be. And not be paid working. for it. And not be paid for it. <laughs> as soon as you're paid for it, it's not fun. It just ruins okay, the fun, keep, yeah. Keep telling your list. Okay. <clears throat> Next up is Flight of the Concords by Flight of the Concords. This nice. Is first album. album from 2007. Um, they only have really two albums. They have a third album that came out kind of in 2019, which was just their live recording of them doing a tour in London. Tour is a pretty weak term for it because they only went to London, but they played like three shows. <laughs> um, yeah, Flight of the Concords is their first album from before they made the show, and then they made the show with those album with those songs in it. And then the second album was written in conjunction with the show. Both are great. The second one is better as the show. First one is better just as music, in my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, then after that is Flower Boy by Tyler the Creator. Um, Good answer. Yeah, I also saw Tyler the Creator in concert for this album, which was pretty awesome. In uh, 2017, this was this caught me like at a good time with high school and everything. It just uh, was very much the mood and the vibe, and every time I listen to it, it's just kind of fun. All the songs I still really like, and a little bit of like nostalgia and just engagement from those songs that I uh, enjoy. So I would imagine most of you have listened to that. But next up is Licensed to Ill by the Beastie Boys, which is interesting nice. because this album came out in 1986, and my dad, like, I kind of got into the Beastie Boys last year, and my dad was like, yeah, I was listening to them in high school. Like, it's it's weird yeah. to think you're listening to the same music that your parents were. Um, but that has some... That's an awesome album. Yeah. It's got Sabotage on it. It's got Paul Revere. It's got all the big Beastie Boys songs that you probably have heard but don't realize are the Beastie Boys. Um, I also like you know funny music which is yep. kind of silly because most people don't like funny music and that is something yeah. that <clears throat> obviously flight of the concords is tyler the creator has a lot of that oh my gosh i my voice is cracking so badly tonight it's okay you're almost done <laughs> yes um but yeah after that is another funny one which is pop star never stop never stopping nice which is great the, that was on my get list of guesses for sure yeah i definitely was gonna have a lonely island album this one is my favorite um it's also their most recent it was the one that was released for the movie and there's only like three or four songs from this album that are actually in the movie but so many of them are just so funny like super super engaging um and just hilarious so if you are into any of the other Lonely Island stuff, I would recommend this album, which is their newer one. Um, after that is Random Access Memories by Daft Punk. Um, great, nice. great album. Nice. Yep. That uh, was their last album ever as well, which was, um, you know, it's an amazing album, of course. I love it. But it's stupid that they went from, you know, 2010 or whatever. It came out to 2022 when they were like, hey, uh, we're breaking up, even though we've made nothing new for a decade. It was yeah. like, why didn't you just stop <laughs> being okay. abandoned? Yeah. <laughs> and nice. like after you you've been trying to make some Yeah, that. just go in peace. Yeah, don't yeah. exactly. I had already don't, happened. Don't or, yeah, exactly. You. Or just don't Here's make a thing. big deal out of it. At least when the Beatles broke up, they still made Abbey Road. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. like, yeah. we're going to finish, we're going to do Abbey Road, mm. and then that's going to be our last album. Exactly. And then even after that, they let... They released Let It Be. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they had already recorded it. Yep. So come on, do and something like that. Yeah, Go out do with the bank. release Daft a single. Uh, anything. Yeah, there's or no break. way you don't have a bunch of other <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like an album, a finale album would have been amazing, but they're just like, nah. Go out in flames like the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, for... serious, big time flames. Yeah. 
Or you could just do, honestly, with Daft Punk fans as crazy devoted as they are, you could release a whole album that's just like one note the whole time. <laughs> and Daft Punk fans would be like, it's all... It's a message, you know, like it, it's a meaning. My favorite track's the third track. I would it be a tone? Really... Just like the... Yeah, just like on a synthesizer, like... Or would it be like a... Or would there, would there be rhythm no to rhythm. the note? Or just, no rhythm. I would say tone. you press your finger onto a random key on the keyboard for <laughs> an hour. 47 minutes. 47 minutes, but you have to wear some helmets. and then Yeah, you, just you, kinda, put, kinda you wear helmets and there's one lights. Not to insult Daft Punk, because I think Daft Punk is great. What I'm saying is Daft Punk fans would find a way to reason that it's the best album ever made. Not to yeah. insult <laughs> Daft Punk, but just to insult Lucas, who put that. Daft Punk on his top ten. <laughs> Daft Punk's great, but people that like Daft Punk are idiots. That's so true, dude. That's so true. <laughs> what a statement. <laughs> that's a great choice, though. No, I, I love nearly that put album. that on. It's a great album. I think um, that's actually... We talked about him earlier. Sam Stewart's favorite album. Oh, so, really? Oh, really? Well, shout hey, out again to Sam. Hopefully, I earned some more Kachiga points from Sam. It's also Sam. Tron yeah. Legacy's favorite album. <laughs> that is true. I like Tron Legacy. Um, next up is Renegades by Rage Against the Machine. Nice. Tight. That's such a good album. It dude. is. It really is. You're so really cool is. for saying that, too. I know. Like, I'm really... truly. Yeah. I'm such a cool guy because I, li- I listen to Rage Against you the Machine. You put Rage Against the Machine on your Rage. top there. I'm so woke and You're good. You're so cool. Rat em. Um, But I have been really only just started listening to them over the last uh, like year because I have a few friends of mine who are very into it. Um, and I had always known that, but I never really listened to it. And then I started listening to all their albums and I was like, wow, why are these guys like so good? And... Um, I think Renegades is my favorite of their albums, which is why it's on this list. But all of them are excellent. Then, next up is the one that everyone knew was coming. It is Straight Outta Linwood by Weird Al. Nice. <laughs> this one nice, is nice, nice. the one that uh, Weird uh, White and Nerdy comes from. It is Ooh. the one that I really... This was like the first album that I actually listened to as a kid. I was like, wow, music is cool. Weird Al is cool. And... And this is me listening to an album over and over again. And it was straight out of Linwood. So there's, I, I basically have this whole album memorized. It's definitely the album I've listened to the most in my life. Um, you know, there's such classics <laughs> as uh, Weasel Stomping Day. <laughs> um, don't Say download no more. this song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Obviously, uh, White and Nerdy, like I said, Stuck in the Drive-Thru also comes with this album. Um pancreas comes from this album too classic weird al song that everyone knows and loves yeah uh, love everyone <laughs> and i know it so yeah you know weird al was coming and this is the album that i chose because it's my favorite of his. uh and Good then pick. finally this is going to be my 10th of 10 uh chronologically not chronologically alphabetically <laughs> alphabetically which is ugly is beautiful by oliver tree nice. um, interesting i saw him this year as well um at first, when I listened to this album, I was like pretty averse to it. I was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. I, Oliver Tree, I think, is kind of silly as a person outside of his music. But then the more I listened to it, the more I got into it further and further and further. And uh, I love it. I, I think it's awesome. It was great seeing him in concert. His newer album, I think, is fine. Um, the country probably, one? Yeah, the country one. Because, like we've established, <laughs> I don't like country. You, you're <laughs> um, at, you hate country. But, but this, album, <laughs> this album is awesome. 
I think there are a lot of very good tracks on it, and it is one that I go back to pretty frequently. Um, some honorable mentions, just as far as like artists who just didn't make it on, were Wolfpack, um, nice. Run the yeah. Jewels, and oh. um, I, I, dude, I love Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels is awesome. <laughs> I know. Run I didn't the Jewels. Know you like to Run the Jewels? Yeah, no, I do. Ooh. But yeah, that's uh, that's my top ten. So. Good job. Great. Great okay. picks all around. Um, my top ten is actually all just one album, and it's <laughs> Limp Bizkit's Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. Honestly, um, I really like Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Limp Bizkit's I'm not great. even joking. I think um, they are awesome. There's a song on that album called Rollin' um, that I just think is the most absurd and ridiculous song ever made, but it's also really fun to listen to. Um, no, uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water is not on my top ten. Um, just an honorable mention. Just an honorable mention. But <laughs> I will start... I'll start at the bottom of my list because the top four albums on this list I came up with without even needing to think about it. Yeah. And yeah. then everything else I kind of had to sort through some stuff. So yeah. I'll start with the stuff that I had to sort through and then get to the stuff that just was a shoe in for was the list. Was a given. Um, first up, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Oh, whoa! What the heck? <laughs> Luke just straight up spit water all it's over the It's on his place. camera. It's on the camera. <coughs> what just happened? He did, not okay? e- he did not expect you to say Pink Floyd, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know that that's that shocking of a thing to have on the top ten list. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Give it. I just okay. inhaled water and then <laughs> spat it everywhere. Lucas. It's all over my monitor. Of... Hey, hey. This is Niles' part. Okay? Oh, this, is, this is Niles' part. I'm so it's not sorry. About you anymore. I did not it's mean not about to you. interrupt. But I'm really excited to see how that sounds. And yet you It's a bummer we're not recording. Otherwise, we could have seen it, too. I know. There's some visual stuff that's happened this episode that would <laughs> really be nice to have. Sorry. That's nobody, okay. nobody watches it, and we, know, we don't fine. use it. So Yeah, it's just Dark not Side of the Moon by Pink me. Floyd. <laughs> um, this is a perfect example of a concept album. Um, just every moment of it feels so intentional, and there's a lot going on in it. So for every single thing in this album to feel intentional is really just impressive. Um, I and think it, that the lyrics are beautiful. Blart side of the mall. <laughs> Blart side of the mall. Which, if you're unfamiliar. Please just look that up on YouTube. Yeah, just YouTube. look it up. Look You'll up figure it out. <laughs> it's not um, very hard to guess what that it's is. so funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a great album. There's there's not much that I can say that hasn't already been said in the last, what, like 50 years since it came out. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty, yeah but, honestly. Uh, hey, a fun yeah, way 70s, you can... Um, 73, maybe? You can experience it, though, is in Salt Lake at the Clark Planetarium. They do a laser show with this yep. album. It's 73. Boom. Which, 73, well done. Which, I have seen that multiple times, and every time I go, I think, I maybe should only listen to this album here, because that sound system at the Clark Planetarium is the best system you'll ever hear that album. It's so good. It's, it's I gotta see so it. crazy. And you said they do up, Led Zeppelin, go. too, right? They do all yeah, sorts of albums. They do yeah. it every yeah. weekend. Any weekend that you come up here, let's go. Okay. Because it's yeah. amazing. Let's forget. That's... Anyway, 
Next up. Jeez. <laughs> um, no, up. I won't. I won't. You haven't gone in this long. Next up. Yes, yeah, because nobody's have invited me, Lucas. Well, I went when I was like 16. Can I do we didn't my even list? know each other. Did, so, did someone invite you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's invited me. <laughs> Niall just list? invited me. So now no. I get to go. Niall, shut up. No, that was your ten. That was all ten, right? That was all ten. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. No, Niall, please, please continue. Please give us the um, other nine. You're the one in a band. <laughs> Next up, I've Dude, got I'm in a band. an album that Shut I know that Jared mouth. has listened to, and I think maybe I've tried to get Lucas to listen to, but I don't know if you've listened to this one. And that is "Play with Fire" by Reign of Kindo. Ooh, I have listened to this album. If that... I had to choose a favorite song, it's from this album. Really? Yeah. Great album. It's great. It has it, truly every single song on this album is just incredible to the point that a lot of the time when I go back to it, I, especially the second half of the album, you get one song after another after another that are just so kind of like iconic and and so stand out in their own way that it's kind of hard to believe that all of these songs are on the same album. It's like. Yeah. It's just fantastic. There's a song uh, called Sunshine that is a song that will, without fail, make me just extremely happy every time. Um, But then there's also a song called Romancing a Stranger that has some of the most, like, clever and funny but also, like, painfully sad lyrics because it's just such a relatable thing. And so it's like, haha, funny, but that's also me. And there's just. <laughs> I'm not going to put that on a t shirt. Definitely me. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny, but that's also me. <laughs> um, and it's just a wonderful album. The dude's voice is incredible. The music is amazing. They recorded it in the more traditional um, kind of jazz recording style where it was just all of them in the room and they would play the song. And if somebody flubbed, they would start the song from the beginning and they would play it again, uh, which is very uncommon re- in recording now. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, great album. Next up, we have another jazz album, uh, but this is more jazz metal, and it is Stranger Heads Prevail by Thank You Scientist. Ugh, this amazing. album really kind of changed my life a little bit, because <laughs> I, um, growing up, always just kind of listened to the music that my brothers would suggest to me, and found a lot of music that I love that way. But this was one of those albums where I saw the bassist of Haken actually tweet about um, his top 10 most anticipated albums of the year. I think it was 2017. Hmm. And uh, this was on the list, and I was like, thank you, Scientist. That's the dumbest name I've ever heard. I better look that up. And this album was coming out, and they had released Mr. Invisible as a single. And I remember like truly having my mind just blown by that song. And so I went and I bought the album the day it came out on CD, and I listened to it in my car on the way home, and then I just had it on repeat. It's an amazing album. It's wonderful. Um, Just listen to it, especially if you like the kind of almost like cheeky, like 70s, 80s vocals that are just like feel almost kind of like self-aware and funny to an extent but they're also really good this whole band is kind of like that weird like almost comedic but just to the point because they're so good that they might as well have some fun with it too they're awesome yeah that's that's awesome 
next up, I had Can't Buy a Thrill by Steely Dan. Um, but I'll change it to a different album just so that we get to talk more about Steely Dan because Please. honestly, with Steely Dan, you can it would be a toss-up for me. I just went um, with the, the standard Steely Dan. Yeah. Um, the other two that it would be split between for me are Asia or mm-hmm. the Royal Scam. And my dad oh. would be upset with me for choosing Asia or for choosing the Royal Scam over Asia, but I'm going to. I, um, I'm with you. I'm with you, man, 100%. The Royal Scam is brilliant. And it's just, it's got such a dark feeling to it through the whole thing that, like, the Can't Buy a Thrill is so kind of bright and, 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 it just has this really kind of like light feeling, but then the album art of Royal Scam already prepares you. It's this dark, like kind of mm-hmm. maroonish purple, and with the guy sleeping on a bench, and then these buildings that turn into snakes <laughs> up at the top. Yeah, and it's just like it already kind of sets you up for like a more dark feeling. And then you listen to the album, and it's still the same band, but there's something just kind of like more on edge the whole time. Not even edgier, mm-hmm. but just like. It has more of kind of a dark, unsettling feeling, and it's just song after song of pure genius. Yeah. Kid Charlemagne's one of the best songs ever written, which is unfortunate that it's coming right before Caves of Altamira, which is another brilliant song that just doesn't get the attention it deserves because Kid Charlemagne's right before it. Well, you know? I was I was going to say that Caves is, again, my one of my favorite songs. Yeah. So, like, now. You're picking albums with my favorite songs on. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely <laughs> oh, I crushing And, and I, I did you. too, right? I did too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Honestly, Random Access Memories has some bangers on it. <laughs> yeah. Georgia by Soder. That's my favorite off that album. <laughs> um, next up, we have an album that I think I've pleaded to both of you to listen to, and I don't know if you have, but Stephen Wilson's Hand Cannot Erase. Um, oh, I'm a... I don't think it's, I have. I listened to his other one. It's an in, uh, the Raven that refused to sing, the one Maybe. with the scary looking moon on it. No, the one with the Pariah. Is that the one you're talking oh, about? Oh, that's to the oh, bone. to the bone to the bone. That's a good album, but that's also kind of his like pop album, if that makes sense. And hey, it's I'm like, a basic what if the best progressive yeah, musician? To to that no, 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 it's a great <laughs> album. But his his kind of concept with that was, what if the best prog musician in the universe made a pop album and made to the bone and it's incredible but, but your um, your pick is which one my pick is hand cannot erase the album immediately erase. Okay. before that um this is a concept album that's based on the true story of a woman who like she died in her apartment yes that's the one she died in her apartment and then was like not discovered for about three years or something along those lines Ugh. and um there are so, so she that's just kept kind of getting the... charged for rent. And her lease <laughs> yeah, just she, kept auto renewing. She had to pay so much at, by the end of it. I don't know how it happened, but that's the concept of the album at its core. Hmm. Um, this song also, or this album has um, the song that Stephen Wilson claims is the saddest song he's ever written, which is bold because he writes almost exclusively very sad music. Yeah, dude. But. Um, <laughs> It's a song called Routine, and it's just absolutely tragic and very, very sad. But Does he die on, the, the on the musical ends of things, uh, no, it's a different Then it's not thing. sad. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's very, very so sad. I'll is tell it you in more a minor about key? It. I don't want to. It is. And it's also oh, in, it um, <laughs> it's in, I believe. A flat minor? I believe it's in 5-4 in time the whole time, mm. but you just don't even mm. notice because it's so 
well crafted. It's that either is five sad. or seven. I can't. <laughs> but um, that's sad. He would do. Five, no, four I truly. Times. I'll tell you what it's about after we're done recording. I just. It's so depressing that I don't even want to bring it up on the podcast. Yeah. But um, th- this, but this album, is your sad boy album. Yeah. Wait, is that the time. song about the guy who lost his spider? Yes. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward, um, there is. Uh, this was the first album where he he has a a female vocalist accompanying him on just about every track, and it really kind of like leveled up the Stephen Wilson game. I just um, realized, thus far, not a single one of us have had a female artist as in our uh, top ten. No, yeah, I did. And Casey Musgraves. To not. Come Casey on. Musgraves. Yeah. Oh, I Don't. thought that was a man. Not so well, man. <laughs> no. Anyway. Shows you how um, much I know about country. Honorable mention, then. It's honorable so mention, really quick, is uh, Billie Eilish's Happier Than Ever. Awesome oh, album. Yeah. I do like... Almost I, made my list, I do but like, there was just so many things. I do like William Eyelash, to be that. honest. So, Hand Cannot Erase. For you Pink Floyd fans that want a modern Pink Floyd, Stephen Wilson and Hand Cannot Erase is the album for you. Also, um, Fleetwood Mac. That's a also, female vocalist. Yeah. Steve Get Rich. off your high horse, bro. <laughs> yeah, That's like which Casey is a Casey Musgraves Musgraves. Yeah, go on. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, we have an album that is, um, of this list, uh, far and away the newest to me. This is an album called Chroma Paragon by Moontooth. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Chroma Paragon is Moontooth's first full-length album. And I will tell you what. This is nice. I'll, pick me album. <laughs> this this album was recommended to me by um, me, Alex Schneider, the guitarist of the Painted Roses. Um, shout out to Alex. Shout, shout out, out to, to the Alex. Painted Roses, a band. A band. Um, <laughs> he said that it was his favorite album. And I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. I'll tell you what. I listened to it, and the first time I listened, I did not like it. <laughs> I was impressed by it, but the vocals are so strange on this album that I was like, I, I don't know. I just kind of can't do it. But then something unlocked for me on the second listen, and I truly think that this is some of the best music ever put together. Um, fun fact about this album, it was recorded once again with all of them just in a room together. It's I think there's uh, there's four of them. Um, like the Beatles. One one bass, one guitar, one vocalist, and drummers. And a drummer. Mm. And uh, they recorded this album without any use of a metronome and no um, quantizing. Which quantizing is basically correcting the timing of certain playing afterward to, to match up with the actual rhythm in case you like accidentally kind of like jumped the gun on, on a certain beat or something. Weird. There's zero of that on this album, which is kind dragging? of unheard of. Uh, neither in this entire album, which is shocking. Um, and when, once you listen to this album and just hear the complexity of everything they're playing, that will reach a new level of impressive. Um, so that's kind of a fun thing. Then, next up, here are my four albums that were shoe-ins, that were just yeah. auto auto crits. Um, <laughs> first of all, you've got, and also, you'll notice in the top half of this list, it's a lot more of the metal realm than the bottom half. Right. Um, because metal is kind of where I live, and I love it. I like metal, um, too. This next album like is called... Like the Painted Roses. Like the Painted Roses. Or Skrillex. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
No, these next four albums, just so uh, everyone knows, they're kind of a mix between Painted Roses and Skrillex. Painted Roses and Skrillex, kind of like, yeah, they're on that spectrum for sure. Um, you've got The Always Open Mouth. This is a song from, or this is an album from, I believe, 2006 by a band called Fear Before the March of Flames. Um, back in the two mm. thousands, when in order to be a good band, your band name had to be very long and convoluted. If you were in the, if you were in the metal scene, yeah. Um, yeah like so here before the March of Flames made this album, and the they are they are just it's a wonderful album. It's very intense, very very aggressive music, but um, truly there there are some moments on this album that are just so beautiful. And like not even in the metal, you know, kind of realm. It's it's pretty front heavy on kind of the aggression in the first like two tracks. And then the third and fourth track really kind of pull it back and they turn into a different thing. And from there you really settle into the kind of aggression that's happening in the album. And you it just starts to make sense. Things start clicking. It's a beautiful album. Please listen to it. Okay. Um, I truly like it's... I cannot recommend that album enough to anyone. Next up, you have um, Act 4, Rebirth and Reprise by The Deer Hunter. Nice. This one is my favorite of theirs, too. I Um, love this album. This album is just perfect song after perfect song. If you would have asked me five, at least in the last, like, ten years. (laughs) Yeah. I would have, this would have been on my list. Big time. Um, So why wasn't it? This because be- I listened to Casey Musgraves and I was like, "This is it, man. <laughs> this is what I'm um, talking about." That's the only Casey you need in your life. Um, the Deer Hunter is is uh, led it's by French a man thing. named Casey Crescenzo. Yeah, and this album, it's just lyrically perfect, very beautiful. The Deer Hunter is kind of famous for their very intricate and beautiful and poetic lyrics. Um, but then this album was also the first album that they recorded with a full orchestra, an entire orchestra playing on this album on, on a rock album. Um, and it just, it reaches everywhere. There are songs that sound like they're lifted out of a symphony. And then there are other songs that are like, oh, this is like rock, you know? And it's just, it reaches all corners and touches all sorts of different emotions, there's a song that sounds like the happiest song in the universe that if you listen to the lyrics and understand the story will make you cry and it's called the squeaky That's, wheel yeah. and I love it so so much. Yeah. Um I just went to a Deer Hunter concert this Thursday. Oh. Um nice. this Thursday? Yeah, it just happened. Oh Jeez. my gosh. And uh I didn't it even know was they were coming. It was phenomenal. Um Did they, they play that? They played the new album in its entirety, so all of Antimai. Jeez. And then they played five other songs. They played The March. Oh, um, oh snap. I'm going to forget, so I'm not even going to say it. But they did play um, King of Swords Reversed to oh. end it. Their disco song. That was and a it song was that like, sold incredible. me on Yeah, it was so incredible. Good. They had a disco ball in the room, and <laughs> the lights it? were all just, like, pink and purple, and it was just, everybody seriously started dancing like they were at a club. <laughs> like, it stopped being a concert and just started being, like, a 70s dance party. <laughs> it was incredible. That is truly awesome. Did you, was that at the um, complex? No, that was at the Urban Lounge. I don't even um, know where that is. Yeah, yeah it's know. in Salt Lake. But, very good album. Um, the Deer Hunter is kind of my go-to uh recommend for people 
because I really feel like, especially on Act Four, there's just something on that album for everyone. Um, oh yeah, it's, dude. Act it's Four a is so good. Album. Next up, we had "The Mountain" by <laughs> Haken. Um, but since we've already kind of covered the mountain, I'll bring up another Haken album, and that is. Um, Let there be. Ooh, which one should I even talk about? Let's do virus. Affinity. Oh. <laughs> um, Affinity is a really great album. It's the one following the mountain, so they had very high. They'd set a, a very bar. high bar for themselves. Homies went and wrote the best album ever written. And then had to keep making music after that. <laughs> and imagine? so it's, it's, you know, it's tricky. But they made um, Affinity, which is just amazing. Beautiful. Everything that they do in Beautiful. that album, it's, it's definitely got much more of kind of the electronic feel. They really leaned into their um, keyboardist at the time, Diego Tejeda. Um to get a lot more of the kind of synthy type sounds. They have a song called 1985, which has a straight up Rocky Four breakdown in the middle of it. That's <laughs> just amazing. With, 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 a, with a key tar solo in the middle of it when he would play it live, he would play it on a key tar. It's just amazing. All centered around a song that is 15 minutes long called The Architect that truly is just like the height of musical odysseys like you kind of can't do it better than that one except for when they did it better um, almost 10 years before in visions with the titular song visions which is yeah. the musical odyssey of it's musical like 23 odysseys. minutes long you can you can really listen long to album. any album by haken and um mm. no that's the no. the song is oh you can listen to just about any album by haken and really just experience something incredible. Yeah, um, when when people ask me who my favorite band is, I say Haken. Really? And it's like it's not even like a second thought. Like I love yeah. Dayglow, I love Bad Sons, you know, I love the Beatles. And yeah. It's hard to not say. Dude, the that's a hot take. Sure. But you I say Haken. You love the Beatles? <laughs> kind of yeah. cringe, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah you shut your mouth. The opinions on this podcast. All right, here's the um, thing. Everyone loves the Beatles. I love the Beatles, yeah, and you no, can ask Niall. You're on a, you're yeah, you do. On a different level. You knew "Come Together" wasn't a letters. Justice League original song. <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles is one one artist that like any song they play. I can listen to a second of it and tell you what song it is. Oh, yeah? And then I yeah. can also tell you a fact about the behind-the-scenes of that song. Let's try it. And yeah. it's, can it's confirm. It's shocking. It's shocking the amount of Beatles knowledge that exists in Jared's brain, which is why it's crazy that he would say that Haken is his favorite band. Yeah. Um, and put so that's the Beatles at, like, number to, eight or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's try this That's song. a testament to the power of Haken. Are you doing this right now? Yeah, let's try it. Oh, that's um, Aerosmith... <laughs> It's Aerosmith's uh, Come Together. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Justice League original. Oh, I mean, stupid, 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 stupid. <laughs> okay, here's my last album, and this is, I will say, my number one. They've been they've not really been ordered to this point except for the last um, three, but this yep. is my number one album. I know what it is. Um, you do. <laughs> Bad Hair Day this by Weird is, Al. This um, is Parallax 2, The Future Sequence by Between the Buried and Me. Nice. Um this album came out in 2012 and truly changed everything for me. Um, 
it's very aggressive. It's very aggressive, progressive metal. But um, there's just something about hearing some of the best musicians in the world doing 100% the thing they want to be doing. Mm. Um, and this was in their time with uh, their record label, Metal Blade Records, which is kind of famous for taking bands that seem like they have a lot of potential and just saying, okay, go for it. Do the thing that you want to be doing. And so they made this album, and it's incredibly ambitious. Um, covers a lot of ground, including a song called Bloom, which in the middle of this very intense progressive death metal album, there is kind of almost a surf rock song <laughs> um, with with the screamed lyrics, bebop, skippity, tippity, tap those toes. Um, screamed in like the most like guttural low voice. It's so fun, and the, this album features um, the sound effects of a coach's whistle. It has um, like a slide whistle at a certain point. There are all sorts of weird like a, there's like an accordion breakdown at a certain point. It's just super goofy, and yet nothing ever feels out of place. It is. It's just absolutely brilliant, and um, I, I, it's interesting that I would say that this is my the best album ever, because also, I don't particularly care for the lyrics of this album, um, just because <laughs> I don't, lyrics are never really the first thing that I listen to with music, it takes me a long time to learn the lyrics oh, of same. music that I like, because I focus on yep. the music first, but um, that being said... There's just so much about this album that I would consider truly 100% perfect um, that I I can't imagine putting anything else in the number one spot. Um, Which, if you've ever talked to me about Haken or The Deer Hunter specifically, you know that that is giving this album extremely high praise. That's true. Because of how passionate I am about those other projects. You do like Deer Hunter. Even amongst the, like... discography of of between, between the bear to me you know, which i say. they've they're very prolific band they've now been around for more than 20 years um it's i i went to a concert of theirs last year and the guitarist said who in here is younger than 21 years old and some people raise their hands and he says this next song is older than you are <laughs> and he's like jeez <laughs> kind of makes you realize like this band has been around for a real long time, and they've built up a, a very large um, discography. And this mm-hmm. album, to me, just it's never going to be beaten. It's just perfect. So if you're interested in listening to a very, very aggressive album, um, please listen to it. And if you're not, ask me about it, and I'll talk to you for about it for eternity. So that's the end of my top ten list. Thanks for listening. And that concludes. There's 30 albums plus the uh, Limp Biscuit album. Plus the Limp yeah. Biscuit album. That you can go and listen to. <laughs> yeah. Plus. So uh, please, please challenge yourself to listen to one new album this week. Yeah. Please. And you should also listen to Skrillex. Skrillex. The song Skrillex by the band Skrillex. Yeah. <laughs> Skrillex by Skrillex. Shout out Skrillex. Self titled album. Dude. Such a good song. Such and a album. good song and album. And band.
I'm pretty sure me and my family saw Skrillex at Disney World one time, but we weren't sure it was him. And then we looked <laughs> wow. it up, and he was there that day, but we still weren't sure if it was him. He had to be. He's a hard one to miss. Fun fact, I've seen Kanye West in concert. Oh, did you go to that free one in Salt Lake a few years ago? No. The Sunday I service. Saw him, yeah. I saw him open for U2. Really? Whoa. Huh. Which, think about that sentence yeah. for a second. I saw Kanye West open for anyone, first of all, yeah. which is crazy, yeah. when I was a child. Um, but it was U2, which doesn't make it. any sense. Um, and it That's was cool, on though. U2's like to Vertigo tour. They had just released Vertigo. And uh, for some reason, Kanye opened. He and must like was, YouTube. You know, yeah, he probably he grew up on YouTube. He not headlining yet. Yeah. Huh. So, anyway, that's kind of fun. That's very cool. And that's he joined fact. in for Viva La Vida. <laughs> that is yeah, a... I used to rule YouTube the world. Now I still song. rule the world. I'm that's Kanye Coldplay. West. Oh, that's Coldplay, yeah. F, <laughs> F me in the butthole. Oh. Oh, spicy. This is a late night episode. This is a late night this episode. Is, this is a late night episode. Leave Sorry. your kids at home. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and then here's, if you want um, any more here's, music. Like here's an admission. Coldplay and YouTube have always been the same to me. They're the same band. They are the same. the same. They're both run by John Bovey and um, Miles MacGyver. Miles yeah. MacGyver. Formerly Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and then he died and was reanimated and as Miles MacGyver. They, brought him back as Miles MacGyver. Just Miles Davis, but he's better at getting out of life-threatening situations like being locked in a cellar with a bomb. Mm. <sighs> so true. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> a little MacGyver <laughs> joke for you. I, uh, ultimately, I think we can all agree that music good, albums good. That's the MacGyver theme song. If you want, more, if you want more recommendations or you want to play that movie-guessing game, hit us up. And we'll let yeah, you go on with your day because we've been talking to you for an hour and a half now. Call Lucas on his cell phone. It's 801-427. No, no. Oh, is it not? 385. Are you 385, boy? Nice. 111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111-111